Listener discretion is advised as the Ebenezer's podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Oh, this is clear as shit. <laughs> but most of it is, what do you call it? The seltzer, the truly seltzer. And then I mixed it with regular seltzer. I know, right? Why? I don't know. I thought the flavors would mix well, but it's really not that great. Yeah, no, that's too much seltzer, bro. You need a little alcohol with that seltzer. I did. I put a little bit, but not enough. A little, little sprinkle, a little razzle-dazzle. I know. Okay. A little liquid courage, I guess. But um, let's start because we're recording. <laughs> All right. Well, ready? No. Yes, welcome. I'm <laughs> Oh, man. I had the excited welcome. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to keep all this. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> this is my sad face <laughs> for those who get here. Okay, right, right? Welcome to another awesome episode of the Ebenezer Podcast. This is Doreen, and we also have my lovely co-host, Gabby. Co-host with the most. Uh, oh, no, I need a whole nother syllable. I'll work on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you guys tuning in for another crazy episode. So before we start off with what we're going to talk about today, how are you doing, Jabby? What's going oh, on man. in your world? I don't know. I'm having, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. I'm just saying a lot has happened in the last few days. There's a lot of excitement in the news world. I, we've got, look, okay. Got Kanye about to run for president. Uh, I was trying not to say it because <laughs> I'm like, maybe if I don't like speak it, it'll stop like coming into existence. <laughs> oh my God. Like the amount of what the fuckery is happening. I, I swear to God, like we are, you know what? I'm just going to say that we're in like, the alternative universe from the Mandela effect. Like, I'm just calling it. I'm calling it. I'm doing it. I don't understand what's happening. He's been saying this for a long time. So I'm, I not, know. I'm not sure why everybody's surprised. I'm like, okay, clearly he's, he's not, you know, he's, he's very talented in terms of being an artist, but obviously he's not all here. Like the no. person who he's friends with who's currently in office, but I digress. But that goes along with our topic for today, which it is does. cults. Dun, dun, dun. That goes with that whole thing because most of them aren't all there anyways. Most leaders and most people that follow them aren't all there either. So just saying, yeah, between that and then also what else was like, so me, my, I was trying to figure out like what was July's thing because, you know, every month we've had like some craziness happen. So July, we have Kanye. And then also I saw an article where they may have, um, and this has happened before in the last few years, a couple times. The bubonic plague. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that one. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's kind of interesting, but it's not like a hundred, like it's not wildly crazy swine because it's flu. happened. Yeah, yeah. swine flu Wait. is also back. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> I'm starting to Wait. get like super, I'm just at the point where I'm really frustrated because some of the other countries are already like celebrating that they're coming out of, you know, having to be quarantined and stuff like that. And it's really depressing to see that. And then we have our country, which has politicized a virus to the point, like that's how entitled and, oh my God, it's just, it's entitlement basically. And how untouchable I mean, you, that you we think we are as a whole. who are denying that the virus even exists. They're just like, yeah. oh, it's just a way to control the population. It's just, um, son, people are dying. Like, I don't understand. What is there to be in denial about? I, it's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Not only that, but like the people who like denied it and then they end up dying. I'm like, 
are you are you guys not seeing this like a pattern nothing but it's just nope. it's so frustrating because I'm like I want to go out I want to go do things but you know I think if me and my husband didn't have Xavier maybe we would like go out with our mask and you know maybe go here and there for a little while but I can't risk it and it's just really frustrating and it's just getting really I'm getting to the point of I just want to go out and punch someone <laughs> because it's ridiculous like and all these other countries are getting to like go out and celebrate and like now they're out of quarantine i'm like oh we're gonna be here for a while because we got some dumbasses. we so, sure do anyways how are you doing other than my rants i'm sorry uh, Downer. I'm, on, I'm on uh week one million of this uh quarantine or self-isolation and it's i'm not gonna lie it's starting to get to me a little bit i'm like i just want to go out for a drink i miss just like having fun and going out dancing, but I don't miss it enough to risk my life to do it. So party at my house. I'm the only one invited. Um, (laughs) Happy hour with me. (laughs) For what? (laughs) Uh, Technically, but yeah, so I, um, I'm just, I'm still, you know, finding new ways to kind of like get out there and I go for a lot of drives. Don't get out of the car, just look at stuff. And mm-hmm. that, that'll do for right now because it's just, for me, it's just kind of scary still out there. But otherwise, I am doing go- good. I'm doing pretty well other than like falling and like hurting myself and cutting my fingers. And just like, I am just so what clumsy doing, this past week. What you doing? I, uh, man, it is. Yeah, it's all over the place. I skinned my <laughs> knee. Uh, I cut my hand opening sliced meat. It was what? a plastic container. No clue. Blood everywhere. I, I still don't know how it happened. Plastic like, container? Nice plastic container. That's my girl. Um, I've also cut my mouth using a plastic spoon. So, hey, if there's a way to get injured with something, That's give it you. to me. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Well, don't feel um, weird. I did like, I have years, like, I want to say like 10 plus years ago, I cut myself opening a can of cat food. Oh, no. Those things are dangerous. Honey. Yeah. That's exactly what the doctor said when I went in. I was like, I know this is so stupid. Like, it was funny too, because my ex at the time, like I told him, I like, it was the way it was bleeding. I was like, oh my God. I was like, are you sure I shouldn't go to the ER? And he's like, no, he's like, we're going to bandage it. It'll be fine. Literally like halfway through my work day, I moved my hand a certain way and it just started blah. And I was like, um, like showed my boss. I was like, I'm going to go to the ER. (laughs) So the doctor there was like, yeah, you should have came to us first. And then second of all, he was like, I'm going to guess how it happens. And he guessed it correctly. And I was like, how would you know that? And he's like, it happens way more than you think it does. Cat cans are dangerous. I have cut myself a few times. Ooh. I but, need stitches. It was quite, a bit, quite interesting. So that was fun. Okay. So yeah, that's other than that, life is, life is good, right? Can't complain. So not, not that huh? we didn't just complain for about like five, 10 minutes there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you done. also see that Central Park Karen is getting charged? Ooh, tea girl, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So they are bringing her up on charges of filing a false police report. Good. They so, should. And but they too. Bill made a good point. Um, she's going to be represented by, oh gosh, what's this attorney's name? I can't remember, but he's gotten some people off for some, a lot of stuff. So she might just beat the charges. I'm just happy that they're taking her to court for this. I mean, I hope it sets a precedent that you can't just call the police because you don't like something that someone is doing or saying to you. Like Mm -hmm. that's not what the police are there for. So anyway, so we have, uh, we have done a great job of recapping our lives. Uh, so let's get into it. We are going to talk about cult. Yes. Yay. C-U-L-T-S. Cult. 
Cool, cool, um, cool. <laughs> I am probably way more excited than you thought I would be to talk about cults, but Jabby and I both really love cults. I oh. love all religions. I like to learn about them, why people follow them, what you know, how they got started. I'm, I'm definitely into all of that. But it is important to remember that while some of these things we're going to talk about today may seem outlandish, crazy, odd to some of us, there are a lot of people who are really vulnerable to believing just about anything, as we can see in today's American political society. <laughs> there are sheep. And there are wolves, and we're going to talk about how those wolves get sheep to follow them. I think being a part of a cult is something that happens to a lot of people, or maybe I shouldn't say a lot of people, but it it happens to a large amount of people, right? Well, I would say you're right when you say a lot of people, and probably most people, because you and I are both of the belief that larger religions are cults that's how they all start so and if you um if you watch anything on cults you'll you know i'll get into some of this but if you watch the show called i think it's called explained on netflix there was a series and they do a good job of explaining a lot of this stuff and they say that cults plus time equals religion and when you really think about it it is extremely true i want to give a little background on me first so i grew up roman catholic I've attended Catholic school, I've attended Methodist school, I've attended public school and private school. And I've also gone to a Methodist school as well. And it was in that Methodist school when I was in high school that I started taking a religion class. And I thought we were just gonna talk about Methodist, you know, like how they got started. And they did, but they also talked about all religions. And it was there that I was just like, this is really interesting. Like there's some religions that separated because they wanted to go to church on Saturday instead of Sunday. And Mm -hmm. some religions like King James, right? He created a whole religion so he could divorce his wives. But what? Yeah. Did you not know that? Mm -hmm. The King James Bible? Yeah. Yeah. He switched it up just so he could divorce his wives. Um, So just, I mean, there's all these tiny little things. Like there are certain churches that differ from each other because one has stained glass windows and others don't. It's just, I mean, it can go down to the way that the altar is set up. It can be that minuscule. And all these religions are very similar in a lot of ways, except for these tiny little minute details. So I got really into religion way back in the day. I still consider myself a Christian, but I kind of believe a little bit of everything. And I'm definitely fascinated by all religions, which is why I'm super excited to talk about cults. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would say um, I learned back then it's really important to question your faith. Whatever you believe in, it's important to question it. Just ask questions. You should never blindly follow any religion or person if you can't ask any questions in cults, that's a big no-no, right? As we're going to talk about, questions are not tolerated. Before we jump into what is a cult and all that good stuff, uh, let's name a few celebrities that you may or may not have known that were part of a cult. Really quick, because I told you what I was doing while, while we're recording. Yeah. How would your friends describe you? Easygoing, passionate, adventurous, sarcastic, clumsy, goofy, generous, or kind-hearted? Just one? Just one. Fuck. <laughs> Why are you trying to say I'm all of the above? <laughs> I guess I would be all of the above. I don't know. I want to go with goofy. Wow. You just out here making me out like a clown. 
<laughs> I'm going to be honest, though. That was one of the two words that actually stuck in my brain when you were done reading the list. But not specifically to you. Those are the only two ones that I could remember. It was okay. goofy. So maybe if you read them again, I would pick something different. Okay, you ready? Yes. Easygoing, passionate, adventurous, sarcastic, clumsy, goofy, generous, kind-hearted. Ooh, I'll go with passionate. Okay, fair. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate not being a clown. Okay, go ahead. What's the first oh. first uh, cult that you're talking about? <laughs> the first cult we have... Michelle Pfeiffer, she was a breath, breath, oh man, breatharian. It was Ooh. part of the breatharianism cult. Nice. Um, they were a cult which she described as being very expensive, uh, whose ultimate goal was to survive off of the sunlight alone. There was a lot of fasting, a lot of breathing, um, but yeah, they just said that the sun could eventually just sustain your whole body so you didn't need to eat or drink water you could just stay in the sun that's a quick way to get dehydrated friends but she's Why not a part so of that cult anymore then? i mean the sun yeah. is free free but to teach you how to get to that level apparently i guess uh, mm. yeah ridiculous i love her she's Catwoman. like she's so cool i love her um, i do we also have angel hayes um she is a like singer rapper chick i really like her but she was a part of the greater apostolic faith so apparently the prophet would encourage members to impregnate underage girls um she actually has a song um, called cleaning out my closet which was on a 2012 mixtape and that relates to her experiences of being sexually assaulted at age seven so that was one of those way way out there cults apparently uh we also have glenn close who was in moral rearmament armament yeah that's weird i don't even know what that is and honestly she, I was just... <laughs> well she did say that she was in there for a long time she didn't get out until she went to college but really was, yeah she said that she fought a long time to try to get out of that one wow we also have winona Ryder. she was a part of my favorite named cult it's rainbow family commune of living only because I think it sounds really fun. It says rainbow. So all I can think about is just a bunch of people having fun, maybe doing yeah. some drugs harmlessly. I don't know. That's probably not the deal, but you oh. know what? I'm going to go with it. Wait, let's go back. So you say her name again? Winona Ryder. I say Winona Ryder. Winona. What? Winona? Winona. Yeah. Cool flip. <laughs> potato, potato, right? Potato, potato. Um, okay, so I am going to say one that maybe some don't agree, but R. Kelly, I think he had a sex cult. Yeah. He recruited a lot of young women, you know, controlled their thoughts, what they did, their bowel movements, locked them in rooms. He sequestered them, removed them from family members. He was very controlling. And this is years, decades. A lot of them are still brainwashed and still there. But I think he had a sex cult, so. I think so, too. I'm with you. Allison Mack. So she's a, one of the women that was a part of Nexum. I think that's how it's said, but it's NXI. VM and that's like the sex cult that just broke the news a few years ago. So I think they she herself and then some other leaders of the group are currently on charges for that for, for running that cult. We'll talk about that later. Um then we have of course <laughs> all these people are about to name. Tom Cruise, Leah Remini, Katie Holmes, Nicole Kidman, Jerry Seinfeld. I'll give you guys one guess. It's Scientology. I didn't know Seinfeld was in there too, but I guess I'm not surprised. He said briefly, briefly he was. Mm, he drank the Kool-Aid for a second. A hot second. It was like, ooh, y'all need to He was like, I don't like grape flavor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Um, and then one I found interesting was Tony Braxton. 
she was in Pillar of Truth, but the way she says it is it wasn't like a cult cult. Like it didn't check off all of the markers, but apparently it had a cultish like behavior, you know, same thing of controlling its members with what they wear, who they could talk to, things like that. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. And I, so when I think about a lot of these like religious, like major religions, the whole cult plus time equals religion, how realistic is it that Adam and Eve were the first and only people in the entire world, right? Because if that's the case, mm-hmm. if that's your belief, then we are all products of incest because how did they continue to create people if they were the first people? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little weird. And again, I think that I, it's not, again, it's not that I'm knocking Christianity. I'm just saying some of these stories are meant to just kind of be like inspiration and they're not supposed to be taken literally. So just that, that's it. And then also like how realistic is it that Mary was a virgin when she gave birth? Was she just a troubled youth that just did some things that she shouldn't have done and was just, just like, saying. I don't know how I got pregnant, you know, like, it's a miracle, an angel came, and then he got me pregnant, and then ta-da, here's a baby, again, not saying, not saying that Jesus didn't exist, or that he was, you know, a good figure, just saying that sometimes some of these stories, when you think about them, not just, this is what I was told, so this is what it is, just think about it, just that's it. What if Jesus was just like a regular ass magician, and people just took it to the next level? we weren't there right so I mean they said that he was raised as like a carpenter so Uh he was he was an average teenager right like they raised him as a normal kid and then you know as he got older all those things started to happen um so it makes sense that he would have also been married at an early age like because that's what they did if he was raised as a typical kid that's what would have happened so he probably had a wife and kids and all that stuff but Nonetheless, um, yeah, so we can talk about all of that and uh, for quite some time. But what characteristics does a cult need to have in order to be considered a cult? Mm. So the first thing that we have is an enigmatic leader. Um, this leader can be alive or dead, but the followers support this leader with unquestioning loyalty. <coughs> Trump. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme throughout this whole thing. <laughs> um, typically, these cults will use some sort of mind-altering practice, such as meditation, chanting, speaking in tongues, debilitating work routines. They are used in excess, and they serve the purpose to suppress doubts about the group and its leader. So when you think about this, when I think about this, I started thinking about the Tiger King documentary. Mm. I talk about this a lot because I was just like, how is this happening today? But yeah. Um, the volunteers and the workers for a lot of the people, not just the main guy, Joe, um, mm-hmm. for a lot of them, they all had people who work for them who work, you know, anywhere from like 20 hours a day or 15 hours a day, slept less than they worked. They lived in horrible conditions, rats, roaches, ate rotten mm-hmm. meat, volunteered their time and worked there for 12, 13 hour shifts for free. Wait, they did? I thought they, I didn't know they ate the food like that. Yeah. Do you remember um, Joe's, like his workers? they would get like the little Walmart trucks and there would be like rotten meat that they were going to throw away. And he would, they would take it and they would eat it. That's the only way that they could oh, yeah, cook they, it. And like, whatever I thought you meant like, yeah. What did you, what, what did you think? I thought they were just like straight up. Like I want my meat raw. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> like that kind of thing. But I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, there are some people who want that meat raw though. Hey, <laughs> not the same thing. So that's what I think about. If you're so busy working that you don't have a chance to stop and think about how rational 
or not, just how detrimental what you're doing is to your own well-being right they just keep you working a lot of these cults will have them like working on farms they have them going out taking care of kids doing all sorts of things so that they're just constantly busy and doing stuff so they don't really have a chance to stop and think about what they're doing that's kind of like the and then also the the girl that got her arm ripped off mm-hmm. her thing is are you okay mm-hmm. what are you looking at there's like a gnat in here that's like driving me crazy <laughs> I keep looking over and you're just like looking up into the sky like what is like this like the sky is falling (laughs) (laughs) not quite (laughs) but um the worker the girl that um I'm sorry he I believe that's how he would like to be referred to I apologize he had his arm ripped off and from the tiger and decided not to keep the arm when it could have been saved just decided that I'm just going to just cut it off and I'm going to go back to work as soon as possible. And it was just wild to me. I'm like, wait, you don't even make that much. Like, was that really worth your arm? Like, what? But I don't it was the reason that. that he gave for not wanting to go through with the procedure. He was just like, it was just going to be too much of a hassle for Joe. Joe was not going to recover if I put him through all this. Yep. So I didn't want him to lose his business. He literally put his boss's needs in front yep. of his arm for the rest of your life like that is a level of brainwashing that's a cult like that's that's exactly the type of thing like he was more important than I am you know so yeah so the next part that we have is the leader has a has very strict control over the followers behaviors so that includes who they can marry um if they can leave the cult or not where they live how they eat how they dress and they speak they can have children so that's pretty creepy I'm just saying. Yep. Um, leaders are also not considered to be held accountable to society's laws. They are the ultimate power and usually the only power in their opinion, which is why so many children end up being abused at the hands of these leaders because they teach their followers that the laws that apply to the rest of the world don't apply to us. It doesn't apply to me. I'm mm-hmm. higher. I'm better than you. So I can do, you know, whatever the hell I want to do. <laughs> hmm. um leaders they'll try to shame and manipulate those who step out of line they'll do this publicly and oftentimes they'll ask other members to help them in doing so that's kind of like crap what's the show handmaid's tale when they let the women do that to each other and she forces the women to like hit the other women that they're shaming and things like that like that's cult cult of personality um (laughs) they also have an us versus them mentality where they believe that they have been specifically chosen chosen and they have a special mission that the rest of the world just doesn't understand they truly believe that this is their purpose in life that they have found the meaning of their life and it to be part of this cult to try to accomplish whatever they're trying to accomplish or meet whatever goal that they you know that they believe in actually on top of that before i forget we also have some of these characteristics found in those who follow conspiracy theories um and we actually mentioned that in our COVID episode when we go over that and so some of these people that have cult mentality, they include openness to experience, distrust, low agreeability, and Machiavellianism. And then also that whole thing, you mentioned like a secret society type belief. Like they think they're unique to the rest of the world. Typically, they will also try to cut outside ties to the world. That's a key part of being in a cult is that you are in your own little circle of group. So there should be no group or person that means more to you than the cult and its beliefs. Typically, members are encouraged 
to only socialize and live with other members of their cult to make sure that they kind of stay within that same little realm. So they, they are kind of in their own little world, their own little bubble. They also have um, levels within the cult. So something to work up to an inner circle or higher level of access to their leaders. It's almost un- unobtainable too. the way that leaders sometimes set it up. It's like they, people have to go through these tasks that are just basically impossible to complete so that they can be on the same level as the leaders. But that's how you keep them in, right? You just have people that are constantly trying and trying to get to your, to your level. And or you can say stuff like, well, you don't need to know that now. When you get to level Z, you'll be able to find out the real truth, you know, that, but you're not ready yet. Yep, yep, yeah, that's definitely it. Um, and then, you know, of course, cults need money to keep them afloat, to buy property, to have these areas. So they will try to get new members who have money or get people from the outside to join their group that have resources that'll benefit them or to try to create a new generation of members in the children born of these unions. Because hmm. the leaders typically were like, hey, you need to, you know, sleep with this person and get and have a baby. And now those babies are part of us, you know, and that will further ingrain them because not a lot of parents want to leave their children, but they believe in the cult so deeply that they are like, okay, this, what the kid, sorry, I'll start over. You get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes, I do. Just edit that out. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no worries. So... Now that we've gone through that, and you know what I, I was thinking about actually before we start the next part. And by the way, I took my quiz, and at the end of it, it was which Hamilton and Disney characters are you a perfect combo of? Are you ready? Do it. I was Thomas Jefferson and Flynn Rider from Tangled. You're a combo of Jefferson and Flynn. You're confident, charming, and energetic. Like Jefferson, you're the life of the party and love to be the center of attention. And like Flynn, you're someone who doesn't take life too seriously. You light up whatever room you walk into and have no trouble making friends. Ah! it's buzzfeed yeah (laughs) every once in a while they do guess my age correctly and that's always fun even though it's bullshit but anyways i just wanted to do that because funsies anyways (laughs) thanks for taking that ride with me guys um i was thinking about the whole like the cults need money and new members things like that and this is why personally for me i grew up in a baptist church um my grandmother used to take me every sunday and I started questioning probably when I was like nine or 10, even though I read like the Bible, things like that. I just started questioning and from there it just snowballed. So I don't subscribe to anything. If I was going to, I'd probably go with like Wiccan or something like that. That's my thing. To each their own. <laughs> okay. You like, cause you look very concerned. <laughs> okay, cool. But um, I start barking like a chicken, then we know it's Jeremy. It's me. I did <laughs> it. <laughs> You, you're sprouting feathers, Doreen. What's wrong? <laughs> um, but the whole thing about churches, they need money. They need new members. And like a lot of people, they blindly will give to a church um, no matter how big it is. You know, and our biggest churches are what? What is it? Buddhism, Catholicism, Christianity, right? Catholic, well, Christianity falls under Catholicism. We also have Muslims. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Judaism. Okay. And then yeah. most of those, I mean, a lot of them, they are seeking, they constantly are seeking, especially like me- mega churches and things like that. Like people still give to these churches and I'm like, they don't need money. They do not need that much money. Um, my mother stopped taking us to church for that reason. She basically was like, there was such a hypocrisy in this pastor asking for money when his the followers are driving you know sometimes walking they don't even drive they're walking to church because they don't have a car but he's rolling around in like a 
$50,000 car, $60,000 car. You know what I mean? She was like, I just didn't see the the hypocrisy in it. She's like, I didn't want to continue being a part of that. So, which I applaud her for. Um, And then it left me open to make my own choices. So here I am. To that point, I know there are some churches that will like lock the doors and be like, we need to raise $10,000 and we're not going to leave here until you all reach down and donate. You go, you have something. I'm like, so you're going to lock us in here until we give you what you need. Like that's, that's kidnapping, man. You're like way down in your church, way, <laughs> way, way down in your purse, way down in your heart. <laughs> Um, or, or, and then, you know, tithing is another big thing where you have to give a certain percentage of how much you make automatically to your church. There was, there was a young lady who won the lottery a couple years back and she used her money very poorly. She bailed her boyfriend out of jail like four times. Ridiculous. Um, but her church, the church that she attended, they sued her because she didn't tithe and give them 10%. And they sued her for that money, which is, Mm. that's, that's ridiculous to me. Like, but not, you know, not all organizations are like that. But in the whole spirit of talking about, you know, the cults needing money, there was one cult, Children of God, which is still in existence. Some of the followers were Joaquin Phoenix, Rose McGowan. It started off as a group of teenage runaways and hippies in 1968. And then they turned into Children of God, which had over 15,000 members at one point in time. And they lived in multiple communes and they believed that an apocalypse was coming. But mm-hmm. one of the most controversial practices that they did was something that they named flirty fishing. Young girls were told to have sex with men outside of the cult to not only bring them in as new members, but to bring in new money into the cult so they can continue to live. Orgies and sex acts with children and adults of all ages Mm. were also commonplace. And a lot of them ended up committing suicide after leaving the group because the shame that they felt over the things that they did while they were in that cult. But like I said, they are still in existence today and they're called Family International. Next one we have is Heaven's Gate. This is the, the, the one that a lot of people have heard of. They were founded in 1972. They're the ones that believed that aliens were coming to escort them to the kingdom of heaven. And then they had members that were required to and voluntarily were chemically castrated in order to be celibate so that they could um, avoid any kind of sensuality. And then they're the ones that they had to mm-hmm. get white Nike shoes. And then in 1977, the members ate poisoned applesauce because the Hale-Bopp comet was arriving and they thought that was the alien spacecraft that was coming to take them away. <laughs> it was, that was like that movie that we were talking about. I told you, oh God, I can't remember the movie. If you, any of you guys listening remember, know what movie we're, I'm talking about, please. But at the end of it, the guy um, is trying to defect from this cult and he's trying to keep the members from jumping off of the edge of the mountain. And he turns away at some point or whatever. But when he turns back around, there's actually a UFO with all the members that had killed themselves. They're on this UFO, like partying and everything like that. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, that could have been me. Like, <laughs> I should have just went with them. Was that Futterman? Future Man, the show? No, 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 no. I think you're talking about, it was a cartoon with, oh my gosh. Was it it a was cartoon? a cartoon. I think it was a cartoon where they played, what's a guy who does the videos? Tosh. He's Tosh He voices it. the character on it. And it was like, they were like in the camp area oh i know what you're talking about i can see it in my head yeah anyway we we went off on a whole tangent there but yeah that's fine because i just (laughs) it does what it makes me think of hail bop i just think about (laughs) plus that's fun to say hail bop bop. there's another one that i talked about earlier but scientology is they're considered a religion now but i think that they're a cult 
Um, I think that they're just a famous people's cult because they tend to. There's an ice cream truck. <laughs> Can you Was hear it, it playing that song? The do 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 do. No, the watermelon song. It is apparently. Not. What song is it? Do do do. I don't know. Okay, it's gone. All right. <laughs> Between the ice cream truck and like my kids screaming upstairs, this is going to be an interesting we are recording. Done. Yeah, we're almost <laughs> done. Okay. So Scientology, they are everywhere. They're all over the the world. I, at one point in time, they had like a, a cruise ship. What? Um, yeah, yeah, they had a cruise ship. And if you live in a big city or major city, you have probably seen a Scientology church somewhere. I know there's a few downtown in Atlanta. They're called um, Christian Science. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they they are actually one of the ones that kind of scare me a little bit. Um, just because I remember when. I heard about the whole IRS versus the Scientologists and how they sued all of the IRS employees that handled their files until they basically like gave them tax exempt status. They sued them for over like, I think 15 or 20 years um, mm-hmm. until they finally got tax exempt status. But I, what the, one of the things that bothers me the most that they do is that they do something called auditing where they make people come in and they record them as they tell their secrets to kind of help purge their soul of all the bad things. And I just, I really just like, don't agree with any of that. But if you guys haven't watched any of these documentaries, mm-hmm. I strongly encourage you to look into it. But yeah. <laughs> Scientology basically bullied them their way into becoming a religion. Yeah. They were like, okay, you want to audit us? We're going to sue you. Okay, next auditor, you're sued. Next up, sued. <laughs> and then they just like... They- <laughs> The bill was just becoming so large that they were finally next, just next, like, next. oh my God, fine. You can be tax exempt. Fine. We give up. Stop. Stop. Should I just do that? Should I have just done that when the, the IRS was like, you didn't pay this? And I was like, I'm pretty damn sure I did. Should just sued them. And like, I don't like your tone. You're getting sued. That's pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> I wouldn't have worked. I am a middle class black woman. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was never so... going to work. <laughs> But anyway, Scientology is just one of those crazy ones. There are a lot of rumors about them. Like they were founded by L. Ron Hubbard. He wrote a science fiction book and they based a whole religion off of this. Oh yeah. So yep, he did the the book, but also a fellow writer in him entered an agreement. Well, they entered into a bet about who could start a religion and guess who won? Sorry. Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hubbard, so, clearly. Yeah, so literally, the religion is based off a joke, apparently, a bet. So there you go. <laughs> Not great. So they also are really strict. They like their the kids can only drink like barley water. Um, most of the people have to live like on the actual compound. They have to do a lot of manual labor. What's uh, same barley thing. water. It's just a it's a level of control because they know better, and barley water is supposed to help them. I don't know. Don't don't you can't ask me to define why these people do these things. I am googling it. Barley Google water. It. Apparently, there are several recipes. Mm-hmm. The benefits of barley water aids in detoxification, home remedy for urinary tract infections, helps in digestion related problems, promotes weight loss, lowers cholesterol and blood sugar. Wow. Maybe You want some barley water? I could go for it. I drink Do you every want to morning. feed your baby barley water? No, that's different. No, 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 that's wild. I'm an adult. I can make ridiculous adult decisions. Um, but every morning I drink, well, 
I'm starting to get back on track on that, but I drink um, warm water with ginger and lemon and my vitamin D drop. So my whole family loves ginger. Like they drink ginger tea. They like ginger, ginger, ginger. I hate it. I hate ginger and I hate coconuts. Ginger and turmeric tea. Mm. I know that sounds weird. Turmeric, I can get down with, but ginger, not so much. I've only had one turmeric latte where I was just like, damn, that's a good latte. I know it sounds strange, (laughs) but. It was also in Amsterdam, so it's okay. different. I was not high, by the way. Let me just side note that. I, I was not. I'm giving it a look like, yeah, you, yeah, it better was good. <laughs> no, no, on the real. We didn't, <laughs> the whole time, we didn't do anything, actually. And there's shops everywhere. If you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. There are shops literally everywhere. We did not do one. It was weird. It was really weird. There was one night. It was really funny. We met another american at a bar late one night he was trying to offer us coke and we were like what are the chances like what is happening right now we obviously did not do that that's not how we roll but like it was really funny because we were like what like this is amsterdam is wild (laughs) right now so i feel the same way about denver i i remember i was walking into my dorm slash off-campus student housing um when i lived there and there was a guy like you know, coming towards the door and I was already there and I just waited a few seconds and I held the door open for him. He was like, that was just so nice of you, dude. Like, that was so cool. You know what? Since you're such a dope person, like, I'm going to offer you, like, do you want to come up to my room? I just got a pound of, like, pure meth. Like, we could just go ahead and do that shit real quick. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> That's a hard pass. Uh, I thought you were going to say coke or something. You nope. said meth. I was like, what? Oh my God. I opened a door for you. I don't know. Thanks. I, I, a pound? I, never, I, 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 maybe that wasn't a measurement, but in my head, that's what he said. I was just like, no. <laughs> if you offer me any type of anything, I'm going to think it's a pound of it and I'm going to be scared. I don't know the measurements it comes in. I, all I know is something I didn't want. <laughs> okay. I didn't want it. I don't need it. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Just for opening a door, I should open the door. I okay, look, I've never offered anything when I open doors for people. I just get a thank you, or okay. I get a snooty like, hmm, like that was your job, and I'm like, excuse you, bitch. Right, no, so. I I hate when people are rude. Like if I'm like, oh, excuse me, and they just look at me and like don't move, I'm like, that means move, bitch. Like I get real <laughs> aggressive real fast. Like I'm super polite at first, but like, don't you don't be rude. Do not. That is a pet peeve. No, that's what's up. unacceptable. All right, that's sorry. Woo! Back to the cults. So we also have the Church of Synanon, right? Is that how you say that? Sure. I'm I'm gonna go with it. This one marketed itself as a lifestyle community offering a variety of self-help resources and it was attracting not just addicts because it started off as a rehab clinic as well, but it's known for trying to murder a lawyer who won a suit against them after they took his wife. So they took his wife, uh, she went like wandering on the beach and they like brought her into their little cult and they said oh we're gonna help you so they retaliated against him after he won the suit by putting a rattlesnake in his mailbox the rattlesnake oh. did bite him and he was in the hospital for a while wow so like they, did they like literally just carry her off from like the beach somewhere they're like yeah thank you are you serious <laughs> yes she was known to have mental health issues so they yeah they just redirected her to their facility okay well, they also use group therapy session to belittle and insult members, amongst many other things. Again, the Handmaid's Tale 
situation. Yeah, one guy said that he remembers them. Like, he was like a lawyer. He said he remembers them, like, screaming, like, obscenities. You're too fat. You're ugly. You're this. He's like, things got way out of control. He was like, but it, he couldn't stop himself. That's what everyone was doing, so he did it too. But, That's yeah. crazy. So there's another one I had mentioned earlier about the sun. There was another one, really crazy one. Um, in 1902, this um, German man named August Engelhardt, he purchased an island and established a, whole, a, a cult called the Order of the Sun. It was a religion, quote unquote, that revolved around worshiping the sun, which he saw as the ultimate giver of life and coconuts, which he believed to be the tropical representation of God's very flesh. Because okay. the coconut was hairy and shaped like a head. So he felt like that was what they needed to live. Fast okay. forward, most of them died, dehydration, starvation, yada, yada, yada. Clearly, okay. you can't live off of an, an island and just eat coconuts. Like, that's ridiculous. Why not, Doreen? But why not? <laughs> Vitamins, <laughs> nutrition, <laughs> any of those things. What do you mean? The sun is everything. I can do that. <laughs> um, oh, my favorite, the sex cult. Ooh, ooh. wait or should we wait for this one i'm doing no, it. i think we should go ahead let's do it it's just because it's so crazy i get excited about it but this is nixum um i mentioned it earlier with um what's her name allison what's her name allison mack she's the girl from what was it was it the super roswell the, what is it was it roswell was the it roswell one? yeah it was like a superman show mm-hmm. i think so but that's one that currently there are charges being brought up against her and the leaders but they are a sex cult they're the ones that smallville smallville there you go there you go Mm -hmm. you can tell how much i liked either of those shows but they're the ones that branded people they brought in mostly women and they had other women bringing in other women into the cult Mm -hmm. um and then they would brand them and it's crazy the brand that they told people was just like a symbol of the cult. If you turned it a certain way, it was actually the initials of the guy and the woman that started the started the cult. Like they're next level crazy. Yeah. And they got shut down as they should. Mm-hmm. You were telling me about a cult called, what was it called? A movement for the restoration of the 10 commandments of God. Whoa. Oh <laughs> yes. Okay. So this one started in um, Uganda. And what makes this one unique is that it was actually started by a woman. And what happened is she put a man as the face of the cult. So a lot of people thought it was him that started it, but it was really this woman that was behind the whole thing. And um, they were a doomsday cult. And this was maybe, this is not this long ago, it was like 20 years ago. So you're talking about 2000, 2000, like that's nothing. But basically what ended up happening was people started to question the cult, you know, they're, the way they're doing things. And there you go with the gnat again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really funny because I'm just like, you know, it makes me think of Kevin Hart where he's just like, the gnats, the gnats got my baby, save my baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you not seen that one? No. Girl, get out of here. Get on it. Get okay. out of here. Anyway, so basically what happened was these people started questioning um, the cult and slowly but surely people started disappearing and like you just never hear from them and it started off with small, you know, one or two and then it grew to a couple of more people and more people. Basically, it got to a point where it was like too many people were questioning it. They were like, the end of the world needs to happen. This all needs to stop. So what they did and they had multiple locations within the country and they locked 
their members inside of the churches and then burned the churches down. So um, I believe it's estimated that it was about 700 people in total. Oh my Um, gosh. Yeah. And from what I understand, I can't remember if she made it out of the country, but apparently the guy that was with her was, is on the run or has been on the run since 2014, believing that he had fled the country. So um, it says, although Interpol issued notices for the arrest of six cult leaders in April 2000, it is still not known if any of them died in the fire or whether they are living in hiding. So who knows? But yeah. Well, that's one way to cover your tracks, right? Yeah, burn the whole shit down. But that one made me like broke my heart because I was like, there's so many people that believe them and they just, I mean, that's, that's not the one that made the most. I mean, like Jonestown what was like 900 people, 900 plus. And mm-hmm. so not just the people that died on the day that they drank the Flavor-Aid. Um, I think <laughs> it was Flavor-Aid. I think it was Flavor-Aid or Tang or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people. It's really Yeah, crazy. it is. So a lot of people do believe that the way that a lot of people who support Trump are following him, like this unquestioning, how dare you say anything? It's just, it's sort of like you realize that this man is not being rational or he's not making any sense. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts, Shabby? I totally think that they, he is in um, cult mentality. He checks off a lot of boxes, him and his followers. I mean, again, like you said, the unquestionable loyalty that they have to him. This is something silly that I think Americans do a lot of times. I mean, I understand being prideful of your country, but I feel like some Americans just take it to the next level. And it's just kind of like this thing like, oh, if that's your president, then you have to be loyal to them and you have to back them and blah, blah. And it's like, even if they're total crap, it's pretty evident that no matter what evidence you give his followers, and I mean true followers, they don't even process it. And they're just like, nope, don't care. He's the one. He's this. He's that. They do not care what he does. He's the ultimate leader for them. And that is a big sign of cult mentality. Um, It is. And then also the whole thing where he just comes up with his own ideas or his own facts and then followers just cling on to that. Plenty of cult leaders do that. They tell you the end of the world is coming and all this stuff. And you just are forced to believe they just shove it down your throat. I read an article today and they said that that he has said over 1,800 lies that they've been able to fact check since he started. And like lately the whole thing with Fauci, Dr. Fauci and how they're refusing to let him speak about the whole COVID and like the quarantine and that, you know, he said that things were going to get worse and they are. It's just starting to feel more like a dictatorship, you know, like where you're not allowed to speak out. And I think that the very basis of what this country was founded on is, you know, having the right to speak your mind and freedom of speech. So I don't understand why people are just like, whatever he says is is gospel. It's, that's not true. And if you believe that, if you believe that, go find one of these cults. Go ahead. Have fun. They probably will. A lot of them probably would fit perfectly in there. But it's also stupid because he's said it even in the beginning that he admires other countries that have dictatorships. Mm-hmm. But yet people here that follow him, they talk shit about being of other countries, those same countries they want to talk shit about. And I'm like, but your leader admires them. The person that you you voted for admires them. So why are you against these other countries that he admires do you not understand the hypocrisy i don't get it we could literally talk we know this guys sorry (laughs) but we just had to connect it because it's very much so as cult mentality with him so yeah 
<sighs> God. Anyways, that's how we're going to end that. No? Or do we have anything else? Because I think my brain is fried. <laughs> so I just want to say that I could talk about cults all day. There's so many. We only went through a handful of some of the ones that we found to be the most interesting. And maybe if you guys like this, we can do another episode on some more cults. You know, we'll see. See what happens. Apparently there's one here in Denver. I met someone Ooh. whose family member um, was in it briefly. And I talked to them about that. And I was like, I didn't even know there was like an active cult in, in Denver. But I'm not surprised. Find them. Maybe I'll go deep undercover. Yeah. Don't go so deep that you don't come out though. No, 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 never. I don't don't know. drink the Kool-Aid or applesauce. The applesauce, no. <laughs> um, we hope you guys enjoyed one of our creepier episodes. I can't wait to do another one. We have a few ideas and things, like Doreen said. Maybe we'll do one episode where we dive deeper into one cult, one type of cult or the unknown cults. I don't know. Who knows? We do what we want. It's our show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you the know what I want day. to share with you? The okay. other day, someone's like, what? So what do you guys talk about in your podcast? It's like, whatever the hell we feel like talking about. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> do you have a niche? I mean, our niche is us, basically. Yeah. We do what we want. <laughs> yeah. Um, I meant to tell you, by the way, and you brought this to my attention the other day about, like, the platforms where people are really listening. And yeah. how it's weird. So Podbean and Spotify. Yeah, man. like, girl, like. I don't know if you've seen our, our Podbean, but I'm super excited about Podbean. So yeah. the people that are listening to us out there, thank you so much. Um, thank you. We love you guys. I see there's a bunch of people in Alaska. Like, we had a bunch of what? downloads in Alaska. Yeah, one of the analytics things. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a great thing. I love it. I'm so excited. But if you're listening to us out there, drop us a line. Like, join the mailing list. We're going to have that up and running hopefully soon. And let us know what you think. What do you want to talk about? Um, mm -hmm. But I'm really excited about that. So thank you so much for everyone listening. I know it's not like hundreds of people right now, but hopefully one day, maybe not. And if that, it's okay. I love talking to you and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Catch us on all the grams, Facebooks. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Fun, everything. Um, rate us, message us, join the mailing list at ebonistas.com and tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your age-appropriate kids about it. And uh, yeah. we'll talk to you next week. Run till let. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, the Ebenezer's podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Javi and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions. <laughs>